Sick. 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 You're so fucking it sick, is dude. So fucking suck. Holy if fucking sick, dude. Suck. Hard enough, I think I die. I think I explode a vein in and my then neck. Then That's what, like, that's ipso facto. Explode neck. Need, need yeah. neck to survive. Yeah, definitely need that. Then die. Well, I'm glad we got then that out of the way, death. first and foremost. Speaking of death, who's gonna die? Yeah, in yeah. White Lotus. Sure, 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 sure. You know, mm. this episode was called the abduction. Sure. Or just abduction. Abductions. And do you know what the phrase "burying the lead" is? I've heard it. Okay, but I'm gonna give you an example go of of someone burying the lead. Okay. Gotcha. It's someone coming up to you. You say your friend, maybe your friend Ryan. Okay, Ryan, and yeah, sure. and he's like, "Gosh, diggity! I had the weirdest day yesterday." Okay, first I went over to my mom's house. I had a great breakfast. There was cantaloupe. There was pineapple flapjacks. Mm, yeah. There was syrup. Delicious. There was, uh, and then we. I stayed. We 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 watched a, a movie, and then we made Thanksgiving sandwiches from wow. the leftover Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then uh, an eagle uh, flew down from the sky, came into the house, and uh, bit my dick off. Oh my god! And then uh, after that, we had dinner, <laughs> and that was uh, was great. It was. Uh, we had pizza. Okay, that's an example of burying the lead. You start that story with my dick got bitten off by an eagle. Yeah, obviously. right. <laughs> yes, that's that's how the do you headline. Not start with that, right? I don't know how you told me about the flapjacks prior to your dick being beaten off. Wait. <laughs> Beaten off. off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Actually, all right then. <laughs> even better story. The, you know, the dick. <laughs> the eagle. It, it the eagle happened to do it with the talons. Yeah. I have the no eagle idea. And I have consummated. Uh, his, his name is Harold, and we are uh, within a couple now, me and the eagle. <laughs> yeah, it's, the eagle it, you've I. named him now, so it's real. Well, he named his mother named him, oh, to okay. be fair. I didn't name Harold. Yeah. He's had a name. <laughs> Whatever. The point is, when you're going to have an episode mm. where there's an abduction, yeah. maybe don't call it abduction. Maybe in this instance, burying the lead was the way to go. You yeah. know? Well, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be the abduction that we actually saw. To be I fair. think we're, we're, we're witnessing... One abduction that is obvious. Yes. And another or two more abductions Ooh. that are less obvious. Tr fair. Okay, I'll take it. Never mind. Let's get into this penultimate episode. Let's go. Uh, one that uh, I feel like more should have happened during. And I know a lot happened, but it just doesn't feel like a ramp up episode. You know what? My lady friend said the same thing. However, it's the calm before the storm, right? Okay, there, it's some very long shots in this, some drawn out dialogue, but I think shit's going to hit the fan. I mean, it has to hit the fan. It's the last episode next week. If the fan is clean after next week, boy, oh golly, it does, would that suck? As the sun rises <laughs> on abduction, the episode, Albie and Lucia are still boning. All the time. It seems free at this point, and <laughs> Ethan is also still sad. Not also, he's boning and sad himself, <laughs> not Harper's, uh, which she 
has fucking problems with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time problems. He begins to whine to Harper like, I feel like you don't believe me. It's starting to drive me crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Ethan. She doesn't believe you. Why would she believe you? I don't like he he's pissing me off, dude. He's I don't know. I hate him. Yeah. And and the fact that he actually is telling the truth, it makes it even more infuriating because he's very much leading on like he's giving her no reason to trust him, really, at this point. Or it's like, you know, the 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 bad sequence of events that just happens to be this way. And oh, it just are is you, what it is. Are you referring to the lies? Mm, yeah, well, is the it, lies, but he is did it the come lies clean, you're talking about? But like he's, you know, he's seen talking in the lobby with the two ladies. Yeah. And that's, Harper sees that. And like that, it, that wasn't you planned. You know, no, that, exactly. That's bad. That's yeah. bad. Bad timing. Bad, bad timing. <laughs> but in this conversation as well, Harper is also like, P.S. And by the way, we aren't attracted to each other. Right. And maybe something has died in this relationship. We're too young to feel this old. Yeah. I love that line. Yeah. It's a good one. And it's for sure pointing out something that is now obvious to all of us that this relationship is fucked. Yeah. Either that or they need some intense couples therapy or both (laughs) or just like bang his best friend. Kind of. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. Just like make (laughs) Ethan think that she's banging his best friend yeah right oh my god Who, just like way, eating away at him oh my god should not be his best friend yeah cameron's no. a bad Fuck best that friend. guy <laughs> he's not a he's not a cool dude he's he's you know there's a couple of redeeming periods in this episode but then i thought back to it i'm like but was it though it no it's it's not <laughs> We cut to Daphne and Cameron, and she's like, what did you do this time? And he was like, well, I partied hard. And then they, you know, start to bang it out. They love everything about each other. Yeah, well, they are infatuated with each other, children and all, marriage and all. It is a dichotomy between this relationship and the one across the hall that is a stark difference. Do you think in their um, relationship that she is very aware that he cheats and she's just fine with it? I don't know if she's fine with it. I got that vibe from her when they were on the beach. And, you know, I just, I was just like, is she really actually okay with it? Or was she putting on some sort of show so she didn't get, you know, questions from Harper, you know, and that whole conversation that they had? I don't know. It's, it's, it's strange. My feeling on the subject is that I think on the outside, on the surface, she's fine with it. And on the inside, she's dead. She's She's dead inside. Yeah. Maybe someone around her will be dead on the outside oh, in the shit. near future. As we cut to the villa in what the fuck's it called? Palermo. <laughs> Tanya is reeling from what she saw the night before. Oh, As yeah. we might recall, she saw Jack entering Quentin. Oh, and that would indicate <laughs> that perhaps they are not uncle and nephew. <laughs> Or they're super into incest, and I guess to each their own in Palermo. Wait, (laughs) nope, that's not chill in any case. (laughs) I love the conversation she has here with Portia, where she's like, I don't think Jack and Quentin are related. Just watch yourself. Don't you you remind me of me. Yeah. Yeah. Portia is like, well, don't, you're crazy. Don't even, how do you think they're not related? Why do you think that? She's like, oh. I have a strong hunch. Which is Just a really strong hunch. <laughs> yeah, she saw a lot of strong hunches. Uh, lots of strong, s- several strong hunches rubbing against each other. <laughs> Tough. 
Dom and Bert plan a drive out to the old country to trace their family roots, and Albie has lined up a translator for them. And surprise, it is Lucia. Oh, zing. And as you mentioned earlier, though, before this, Mia and Lucia corner Ethan in the lobby asking for their money Mm. as Harper looks on from afar. As you said, Bad timing. But again, Cameron owes them, what, 1,300 euros? Yeah. Still hasn't paid them. Right. And their pimp is mad about it. Yeah. (laughs) Pimp hunter. Yeah. It's a, yeah. From Rockstar Games. Pimp hunter 2025. (laughs) Palermo. Oh, wait, no. They're in Sicily. Sicily. (laughs) Pimp hunter. (laughs) The, The words... If you don't, if you guys have a chance today, just say "pimp hunter" out loud. The yeah. P is really "pimp hunter." The pimp hunter. they're not they're not good on a microphone. There are a lot of ops, but pimp hunter. <laughs> pimp hunter. I'm causing just a lot of bass in your ears and or cars right now. <laughs> so Lucia's coming, and Dom is like, "No," but they act like they never met. And they jump in the car while Bert is like, this is fun. Yeah. Yeah. I messaged you in the discord. I was like, I kind of like Bert now. (laughs) Yeah. Because he was just like very like, so what do you do for work? Just very clearly knowing. (laughs) Just wants to say it out loud. Yeah. Conchu is fun. He's fun. God damn it. As a side quest, it is Valentina's birthday. (laughs) Fucking side quest. God damn it. You, you, you can't get Listen, D&D off your brain, can you? <laughs> I just also, I've never played Skyrim before. Oh, yes, I you're doing that. Yeah. Just started playing that. So that's where <laughs> I am. That's right a now. side quest. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get like a Dragonstone or something. I'm very nice, early dude. in the game. And Valentina would understand because she's been running around like the same tavern, just gathering uh, not even potions. It's mostly <laughs> cupware, forks, and shit. <laughs> And she asks Isabella to meet her after work for a celebratory drink because she's feeling uh, she's feeling good about herself. And oh, yeah. she wants to get into Isabella's good graces. And is that what you call it? Yeah. Good graces. That's a thing. Understood. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quentin is going to be throwing a very big party tonight in Tanya's honor. Is it a party or a prison? Who knows? <laughs> Oh, yeah, super weird, like, culty vibes Yeah, came from that scene. Those scenes. Multiple scenes yeah. with a Z. Yeah, and cocaine. I love it, yeah. <laughs> While Quentin and Tanya are awaiting the party to begin, Portia and Jack escape to the countryside, and he is getting shit-faced. Oh, yeah. During said shitting, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Portia <laughs> is like, do you have any goals? And he's like, ah, not really, no, <laughs> no. Street every day, it's like a gift. Maybe bone your uncle every once in a while. You do what you feel. <laughs> I mean, part of that kind of revelation he had was somewhat genuine, you know? Like, like, oh, you know what? That's not a terrible way to live. Like, kind of live your day, you know, one day after another. Do what makes you happy kind of thing. But Oh, it, it was completely genuine and the exact opposite of how Portia feels. Right. On the beach, Daphne leaves to get a massage, and Harper volunteers to go get drinks with Cameron, leaving Ethan to stew as he watches the two of them laugh together. Prior to this, Ethan and Cameron stopped for a little conversation where Ethan was like, hey man, you should tell 
Harper, that I'm like a good guy and I did nothing wrong. Right. Harper just getting more and more mad, opening up her shawl to be like, this is my body and I hope Cameron looks at it. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Show, show off. <laughs> Aubrey Plaza, get back in that Parks and Recs department. Yeah, right. I, last time I checked, you were Amy Poehler's assistant. Yeah. So. <laughs> Ethan goes for a little swim and then he comes back and then he sees, well, nothing. He doesn't see anything because Harper and Cameron are no longer there. Uh-oh, cue the curiosities. Yeah, curiosity killed the Ethan, maybe. Well, potentially, yeah. Maybe he's like an actual cat and he has nine lives. Oh, boy. <laughs> I wonder how many lives you lose when you get thrown off a cliff. Uh, I mean, you know. It's more than one. Yeah. <laughs> As we port back to Lucia and Pals, she finds where Dom's relatives are living, but also spots her pimp hunter and <laughs> gets in an argument with him and then is abducted while Dom, Albi, and Kanchu kind of just stand there and are like, what the fuck do we do? And Lucia's like, I'm going with him. You can't deal with this. Yeah. I'm just going to point. You can't. You, th- I mean, you might think you can deal with it. But you can't. So just let me be. After this, Ethan then goes up to his room and tries to get in, but it is deadlocked and is knocking on the door. Harper's like, wait, hold on a minute. And she finally comes and opens the door, at which point Ethan grills her as to whether or not Cameron was in the room. She says no. And then they leave their room. Cameron at the same time leaves his and joins back up with them on the way back to the beach. Now, I really like this perspective change. Yes. Never in this show, or at least this season, has there been a moment or multiple moments where Mike White decided not to tell or show the audience exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. So we are now completely in Ethan's shoes. We don't know if Cameron was in the room with Harper. We don't know what happened between them at all. It does feel like Harper is lying, but we don't know. And this just spins Ethan even harder than he already was. I think it's, um, I think it's, this could be that red herring. It's too obvious, I feel like. So uh, while I think for dramatic flair, I kind of want her to do that with Cameron, you know, but yeah. But I think it's too obvious. I don't think that's actually what happened. I just like the fact that we don't know. I like yeah. the fact that we have to guess just like Ethan is. Yeah. Except for he's completely losing his shit. Yeah, just while visualizing we're just like, it. I wonder what happened. <laughs> we then find Dom, Bert, and Albie tracking down their distant relatives, but they are not greeted warmly. The Italians don't speak any English. This would have been a, a better conversation, perhaps, if you had a Lucia who did speak Italian and... Mm-hmm. A old lady who is most likely a part of their family, a distant relative, shakes a knife at them and tells them to get the fuck off her lawn. Love that. I did. It was funny. Yeah. But I, I feel so bad for Bert and a li- not for Dom. Fuck Dom. But like Bert wanted a homecoming and yes. he doesn't get one. No, it, he doesn't. It's really sad but at the same point like he even was okay with it it seemed like he even came to terms with eh, you never know what you're gonna get kind of thing yeah in this scene but in a future scene he cries he, oh yeah that's true yep, yeah that's yeah. true 
And Conchu crying doesn't make Conchu a lot of sense. Conchu crying doesn't make sense. You're right. No, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. <sighs> Poor Conchu. We go back to Ethan, Cameron, Daphne, and Harper on the beach. Ethan is suspicious of Harper's sudden good mood, but she says Cameron explained everything and cleared Ethan's name, which is why she's feeling better. Mm. So it could be that, or it could (laughs) be that she loves torturing Ethan, a person who has lied to her recently and she's out for revenge, or it could be that Cameron and her recently did the did it did it yeah did stuff did it you know it relieves uh, tensions it puts you in a good mood and a part of her obviously just likes that someone's paying attention to her yeah at for all sure. yeah because the root of all of this is that Ethan and Harper's relationship is on some level loveless mm-hmm. and lacks intimacy and even though that Cameron is definitely shady and probably poor Mm. and probably needs Ethan's money and cheats on his wife. The fact that he's looking at Harper at all, it's this like sick little thing in her, but she likes the fact that anyone's paying attention to her. Right. Because she's yearning for that shit from Ethan, but he won't do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just preoccupied. He's not putting his priorities straight. He's, uh, it's just, uh, yeah, I'm with you. The more and more I see, the more and more I don't like him. Daphne then comes back and says that her masseuse was really hot. He looked like Timothy Chalamet with muscles. That drives Cameron into a passionate frenzy and they start kissing again. Now, this (laughs) is a little interesting to me because the thing he did to like, make her stop asking questions earlier in this episode about something that he did wrong, you know, have sex yes. with a hooker yeah, yeah, was yeah. this exact thing. Like it's his move. Yeah. Where Cover perhaps up. there is an unease, an uncomfortable conversation. And he just kind of chops it off at the legs with his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right. She's helpless. We then go back to Portia who is not as into Jack as she used to be because he got really, really drunk and she keeps saying she has to go back and he is like, nah, wait, nah, we shouldn't do that. Let's just stay here. Like that's, it feels like the plan. That feels like the plan that he is currently doing. She's also, I think, heeding Tanya's warnings, like thinking back, like, well, she told me like just be careful of this guy. Like, I don't think he's a hundred percent what you think he is. And I think she's starting to see it kind of unravel in front of her. Like he doesn't want to go back to the party very intentionally. And maybe she's thinking, well, why doesn't he want to go back? Is he trying to keep me away from there for some reason? Um, yes. I think that could be running through her brain too. Obviously. I think so. I think she is a bit more privy to what's happening right now and of its nefarious nature, perhaps than Tanya is because Tanya is being escorted around a party. She is being given some arm candy, a mm. well-hung gentleman named Niccolo. Dong watch. Dong, dong, yeah. dong, dong, dong. Oh, yep. I hear it too. The dong <laughs> bell is going off and we are about to see some dong. Thank you, HBO, for your continued excellence in the nudity equality of men versus women on television. Just leveling the playing field. They also do a bunch of cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> cocaine. The, the white pony. 
Well, th- we have yet to see rock and roll. So we've got sex. We've got drugs. Bro, and I were just waiting for rock and roll. Yeah. Ho- hopefully that happens. I-, I don't think it's going to be Tanya on the guitar because she is <laughs> <No>. fucking bombed. <laughs> yeah, right. We then go back to the side quest I don't care about. And Valentina is ready for her birthday drink with Isabella. But then Isabella asks her if she can assign Rocco back to the front desk because Rocco is her boyfriend. And also, they're engaged, which breaks mm. Valentina's heart into a million goddamn I pieces. I saw that one coming. I was like, they're either dating or are married or something. We just don't know yet. So she heads off to go get a drink at the bar and she's sad as fuck. And then Ethan has a conversation with Cameron where he says, stop flirting with my wife. And Cameron's like, oh, I'm not. Don't worry about it. (laughs) We then go to the scene that we were talking about earlier where Bert is absolutely devastated that their Mm. relatives did not welcome them. There's no homecoming. Not for me. Not anymore. I'm old. And this might have been like the last fun out of nowhere, like celestial navigation towards happiness that i could have had what a description it's the name of a west wing episode (laughs) well all right (laughs) during this mia is playing the piano which side note side note yeah she's much better now yeah this song song. suits her voice much more yeah you you can't sing that's amore in italy and make it like sensual perhaps no one should sing it ever again (laughs) oh when the moon hits your eye like a big guppy it's a pie <laughs> <laughs> like a big guppy that's amore oh, yeah that's amore mia then joins valentina at the bar offering to celebrate her birthday with her and valentina confesses that she's never been with a woman at which point Mia's like let's do this hey i have a plan i wonder though if Mia's gonna charge her you know Ooh. Like, like if they wake up the next morning and Mia's like, that'll be two grand, please. Well, you know, that would be interesting because that breaks the first rule of what I assume hooking is, is, you know, just uh, make sure you they know the price so you don't get stiffed. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lucia then shows back up at Albie's door and explains that Eliseo will not let her go unless she gets all the money that is owed to him. Mm. She says, I wish all men were like you. Further pushing the narrative that he is going to try to white knight in some way. And then, I don't know, get stabbed or pushed off a cliff or something. And she said it in Italian, so he doesn't understand that. Yeah, he doesn't know what that language is. He He was just like, wow, she's, she's speaking Italian to me. This is beautiful. Yeah, more so than anything, she she's here right now, which is yeah. just super nuts. Yeah, <laughs> the fact she's still alive is crazy. We go back to Jack and Portia. Jack is now too drunk to drive home, and Portia is annoyed. They go to the hotel, and they have a conversation where Jack admits that Quentin isn't really all that rich. In mm-hmm. fact, he definitely has to sell his villa, and... It doesn't matter, though. He probably won't have to sell his villa because he's coming into money now, isn't he? Yeah, right. (laughs) Right, that's the assumption. No, that's an exact line that he says. Oh, he did? I didn't catch that. He says that, at which point Porsche's like, ah, fuck. Oh, well, then, yeah, yeah, sure. It's it's, uh, Tanya's money. (laughs) Yeah, they're uh, stealing Tanya's money. Maybe for Greg. I'm telling you, I think it's Greg. Yeah. I think you were right on on that one. Maybe Quentin gets a cut. What I think is going to happen is that they're going to take Tanya or Portia hostage. And then they're going to be like, you have to give me the money. 
but you can't do it from here. So you have to sign rights to someone else to be able to wire that money. Who would that be? And it's a Greg who has been vindictive this entire time. Oh, no. Of Tanya not giving him the right to do so or, or putting him in the will at all. Right. We'll <sighs> see how that goes. During this, Ethan is haunted by vivid visions of Harper and Cameron having the sex as he and Harper go to bed. So he is just verklempt in all types of ways. Oh, yeah. It is ripping him apart. Yeah. Good. Tanya then ends up in a villa bedroom with Niccolo. There is some dong watch. And then she comes back in. She looks at Quentin's photos, actually, before Niccolo comes back in hanging dong. And sees Quentin next to the aforementioned from last episode's cowboy that he was talking about. Right. So that story that I thought was like maybe not true, definitely true. Yeah. I I figured that he wouldn't make that up. I figured that that was a true telling of himself, even if he was trying to screw her over. Hey, Adam. Yeah. What's up? You know who that uh, cowboy in that picture looked like? Looks like Greg. Yeah, looks like Greg. Yeah, it sure did. <laughs> oh, no. It looks oh. like Greg. Oh, no. I don't know why I became Jerry Seinfeld. It's Greg. It's Greg. It looks like Greg. It looks like Greg. <laughs> Tough times. Yeah. Oh, man. I, pretty much just everyone here is just so fucked up (laughs) it's just everything is so all over the place they're in a bad bad spot uh so yeah it seems as though many people are in overt danger yeah albie and lucia Mm -hmm. and most likely cameron and or ethan if pimp hunter finds out exactly who owes lucia money right right yeah Yep. The only safe one we know is Daphne and Valentina. <laughs> At the moment. Yeah. And uh, no, we well, we know Valentina's going to make it because she's yeah. the one and, at the beginning who gets told. And Daphne. We know Daphne's going to make it. Right. But it's also pretty apparent that Portia and Tanya are in trouble. Sure. And I'll go back to the conversation between Portia and Jack. He says that Quentin helped him out when he was, quote, in a fucking hole. Mm, and then he cries. Yes. And he also says, sometimes you do things you don't want to do Mm. like maybe number one have sex with quentin and maybe number two (laughs) abduct portia right (laughs) and he's just um mentally coping with this finally in uh in a drunken stupor now here's a question Mm. do you think tanya saw that picture and it was obvious to her that greg was the cowboy and she is savvy enough to understand the situation she's in or do you think she's so coked up and about to have sex with a Niccolo so it's completely going over her head I thought the same thing because I thought it was Greg in the picture right do we know for sure no but I feel like if it was Greg, they would have made it more impactful, maybe. Um, I know they showed the picture for quite a long time, but I don't know that it was confirmed that it's Greg. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm like kind of in the middle. I'm 50 50 on it. While it looks like Greg and I assume it's Greg based on kind of the story and where this is going and we haven't seen him and now things are starting to fall together. 
I don't know that she did. I think she's still that. What's the word? I don't know, man. I'm not you. You know the word. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> um, even if I did know the word, like, dude, she's I like an airhead, you know? Like, it's oh, sure. Dumb? You could just say dumb. Yeah, sure, dumb. No, I wanted to use something a little bit more eloquent than dumb. <laughs> Sure. So at this point, if I'm going to guess who is going to die next episode, Mm. I think it's going to be Cameron, the pimp. Okay. And Bert. Ooh. I think those are the three. I think Bert has a heart attack. Oh, geez. Or falls down some stairs and cracks his goddamn head open. Right. I think Ethan pushes Cameron off a cliff. And I think the... Pimp is killed by Albie's white knighting, and whether or not he goes to jail is up for debate. Right. So you originally said Mia. Are you changing that? I am just because she's like part of the side quest storyline. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like she's sort of been pushed off to the side. Right. And so uh, maybe it's Mia, though. I mean... The foreshadowing of Lucia earlier in the season saying all whores get their just due or whatever she said. Right. That, but that might have been a red herring as well. So who knows? Yeah. And I, I would say maybe Lucia too, because we are growing to like her. And this series seems to um, rip our heart out a little bit when it comes to characters we like. Yeah, that's true. So rip maybe, Murray. yeah, it, it uh, ends up being her and then Albie has some sort of breakdown or something and, and I, I mean who, there's there's a lot of options here yeah I don't think like I don't think Pimp Hunter would kill Lucia she mm. is a source of I mean maybe if she says like she's out and she's not doing it anymore right and maybe then she dies and then Albie kills Pimp Hunter but I don't know yeah it's tough there's a lot of death that's possible I know there really is There really is. Yeah, I'm trying to like even just think about it more in depth. And there could be a lot of different scenarios that play out in the next hour and what, 15 minutes of television. There's an hour and 15 minutes left. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. Yes. You know, I'm looking forward to it for a few reasons. It gets us closer to The Last of Us. And Mm, yes, good. And they've set up enough storylines that I don't know the answer to. Mm -hmm. But they've given us enough clues that like the Greg in the picture thing very much is the best example of this, where there are some places in this story where we are completely on top of the situation as an audience. We just know on what level the characters are on top of it. And there are other moments where we don't know if Tanya is savvy enough to know what's happening. We don't know what actually happened between Cameron and Harper. And we're on the same page as Ethan there. So when he rages out, because like, that's another thing. Like, will we know the truth as to what happened behind that door? I don't know. I I feel like we may not ever find that out that'd be cool yeah i kind of like that thought too because it kind of leaves it up to our imagination and whatever played out played out because of just happenstance you know based on what what was um given to us as not only audience but ethan too he doesn't know so we're kind of in the same shoes as him like you said i think it would be a bold maneuver for mike white to never tell us what happened behind that door right I don't know if that is as narratively satisfying as knowing, but Mm. either way, I think I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think either way that one shakes out, I'd be cool with it. I kind of want to not know, though. (laughs) You know? Yeah, no, I understand. Part of me doesn't want to know and just kind of whatever happens, happens, and, and if it's for good or for not, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Good episode. Yeah. Turning out to be a good season. Yeah, I, I like still it a don't lot. think it's as good as the first season, but it's definitely not as captivating as the first season, but but it's it's shaking out to be nice. Like I like this setting better, I think. But I like the way that the mysteries kind of unfolded in the first season better. Um, it was more of a roller coaster ride, it felt like. This yeah. seems a little bit more, I don't want to say predictable, but definitely less unstructured, if that makes sense. Yeah, what it definitely is, for me, more is, more, is more stressful. Yes, yeah, sure, sure. It's more relatable. Uh, it's more yeah, relatable. sure. There, but there's also less comedy, which is why it's worse. Mm, mm-hmm. But I'm still interested, so we'll see how yeah, it goes. I, I, yeah, I, I like the show. There's nothing wrong with it. But, uh, you know, I'm just waiting for The Last of Us. Like you said, I keep seeing the trailers for it at the beginning of every episode now, and it's hyping me. It's hyping me. Yes. All of our bodies are collectively ready. Thank oh you for God. joining us here for White Lotus, the abduction. I wish abduction. there were goddamn. It wouldn't be cool if aliens actually abducted somebody like out of nowhere. It's <laughs> like, yeah, well, no. White Lotus became a whole other thing in the second to last episode. Yeah. It's just like the aliens from signs that just like attack everyone. <laughs> they just beam Jack up, take his <laughs> cock hat off. He had a hat that said <laughs> cock on it. He and sure they wear did. it and they're like, meow, meow, meow. And, you know, that's how they sound. <laughs> They have, cool yeah, yeah. they have a cool hat now. Yeah, they have a cool hat. 